This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, happy birthday to me. It'll be a killer party. You a head ass, no cap! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm hot motherfucking Lana. And I'm another year older and deeper in debt. Troy, he had 16 tons. What did he get? He already said it. I don't understand. I would just, I figured he got 16 tons of something for being another yeah. year older. Possibly debt. deeper in debt. Oh, 16 yeah. 16 tons of debt. Right, that common phrase that people say out loud. You're a common yeah. phrase that people say out loud. He's a domestic He is. He really pushes for it. Uh, He's all about striking your families. Uh, yeah, no. So, yeah, my birthday was a couple of days ago as of this recording. And I thought it was funny that we're doing a happy birthday to me. He just gets him in a corner, puts a blindfold on himself, and starts swinging. Yes. Wilding just, out. And okay. just to ignore Brett, this movie was requested by a supposed Thank alleged you. real cousin. Brett Sontag, two-legged bringer of destruction. One of these days I'll lash out on society. Then I'll be heard. Good, good. Excuse me? Did you not watch society with us? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I watched society. And you didn't lash out during that episode? On it, yes. Okay. I was saying you would have missed your your opportunity to lash out at society. Oh, no, I already did. I'm sorry. I was just bringing up old news. Okay, good. Trying to fill in the time till Chris fucking pipes in and starts doing something around here. I mean, he's got to scan ahead in the book to see, if, you know, if it's actually suitable before he he's over there reading. playing with his tally whacker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, it's, sure. <laughs> it's Caddy Wumpus. It's Caddy Wumpus tally whacker. Now come on, read your book. <laughs> it's a medical condition. And I'd appreciate it if you didn't make light of it. Uh. Come on, D.W., uh, read your book. Sorry, my Hattie Wampus tallywhacker is in the way of the book right now. I bet it is. Uh, yeah. Well, it look is. at it. It sure is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, just then move one or the other, Chris. <laughs> you think it hurt, but it really it doesn't. It looks like it hurt real bad, though, right? <laughs> Quite the opposite. <laughs> yeah, it's pleasurable. It's really fucking good. Oh, man. We're all back. <laughs> Let's start from the beginning. Literally, like, you're back, Slaughterhouse boy. Princess, here we are. Do, are we do, okay? Do, do, okay. Do, do, From the top, do, and do, 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 three, do, two, one. Do, 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 do. <laughs> My name's Chris, we got a podcast, my saddlewhacker's bad. That was a solid Chris <laughs> you just did. Shut up, read your book. <laughs> oh. In that order! I did. <laughs> That's not how order works. Well, no, you shut up. See, and I read your book. Oh, there's a comma. Why, you don't say the commas, dummy. They're silent. Oh, well, that explains yeah. a lot. Don't you know anything about nothing? Now get on with that book reading. Okay. For I figure some explaining. So. Tallywhacker. We start off this movie. Alf. Alf. That's a hell of yeah. a way to pronounce anything. Go ahead, Chris. You know, alien yep. life form. That's a way that people talk. Go ahead. <laughs> he ate cats and came from Melmac, which is kind of China. I know. We all know. 
Did you know that? Yes. I don't feel like you knew that. I feel like I did. Oh, the dad and that died recently. Hey, I'm yeah. older than you, you know. Okay, I'm cool. older than both of you, so sh- shut up and get off my lawn. Yes, sir. Yeah. Sorry, sir. <laughs> I guess I'm the young upstart here. Don't be looking at yeah. me all hungry-eyed. Read your book. It's gone blank. There you go. Uh, your time's almost over, old man. Us youngsters are coming up. With your damn tallywhacking, get to book reading. Whoa, it's a verb now? Yep, always has been. Get with the times, old man. Uh, anyway. Dirty old bitch. Read your book. So, we start up. From the beginning. Yeah, you know. cool, great. It's a good bit. Glad we keep doing it. We haven't started yet. I like that. Yeah, I mean, we're only, what, 15 minutes into the podcast? Something like that? 15 minutes into fucking nothing. Come on, Chris! All right, so three, two, one. Let's go for real. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh-huh. That's good. Wow, 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 wow. And we're done. And, all right, and great show, out. guys. Right, nice. Something at the end of it. <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to head home. See you guys. Oh, thank God. Back next Sunday. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> So, if I may, this time without the word tallywhacker coming up in some context. <laughs> tallywhacker, go ahead. So. Tallywhacker. Burned to death. <laughs> burned to death. Burned to death. <laughs> it's burned. Remember, it's, what was it? Oh, yeah. Getting a bird shoved down your neck. That's what yeah. burned to death is. Yeah, burned to death. <laughs> burned to death. Who's heard of that? Burned to death? I'm into that. What about burned to death? I don't understand that. Burned to death. What? Okay. Bird to death. Uh, that thing we said a hundred times? Yes, quite. He said it so many times they just lost all meaning. Told you he was a head ass. Yeah, that we covered that also. So, bird to death, or whatever the fuck, <laughs> is uh, heading to the local uh, pub or some shit. Pub- Pubitarium. Where all the Shriners is getting drunk with their fez hats. And uh, uh, this dog pulls this trick where it wraps its leash around her legs somehow. That is the yeah, smartest, it was a, most talented it was fucking a dog I've ever leap seen. That leash attack. Vicious, uh, vicious aside, that dog is. I'm scared of that dog. Is that our new savior? Is that what we pray to now? Winston, the bulldog. Is that my religion. Yeah, okay, you're sure. Whatever. I just wanted to like squish his face because his face looked extra squishy. I don't want to squish his face because he can snare you with a fucking leash, and that's scary. <laughs> that ain't right. Just like Chris. What? You're wrong. You looking Chris. at me blinking. Oh. What's wrong with you? Oh, lots of stuff. I don't feel like this is the right thing. Blink about it on your own time. Get back to your book. So, uh, turns out that the dog's owner, angry lady. A dog's owner? Yeah. Yeah, she, she determines what zones. Are uh, are allowed for dogs, and which ones aren't? Yeah, yeah. Walls My dog is zoned residential. Well, that's convenient. Mm-hmm. Chris's, Chris's dog, dog is zoned, zoned commercial. commercial. It has a horrible, horrible <laughs> life. It's just turned out constantly for other dogs. <laughs> What's a, wait? What? <laughs> what? Go ahead and read your book. That's what. I'm sorry, I got to do the commercial dog, Chris. Come on. (laughs) I got distracted with the fact that my dog has turned out to other dogs. (laughs) Like some sort of Uh, dog prostitute. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what a commercial dog is, Chris. Come on. Uh, Hold on. I got to make a checklist on 
dog it's prostitute com- on the list of things <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever say out loud. <laughs> it's a commercial dog sex worker. You don't get back to that book. We're going to be here until, like, August. Yeah, we're, like, four seconds into this movie. <laughs> well, if you'd stop and get your shit together. Yeah, it's clearly me. Don't worry, there's lots to gloss over in this one, Chris. You're the problem and the solution. So, anyway. Oh, I thought I, fire was not, the problem and solution. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up that thing I said that one time. Yeah, fire. Come on, now, read your book. Don't remember anything. <laughs> All right, Joseph. Anyway. <laughs> I don't understand. Go yeah, I know. And I was so worried you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm alarmed. Because then I feel compelled to explain it, and that's not going to be good for anybody. I'm still uh, alarmed. Let's just say that's the final joke about that, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> so the takeaway is the dog, the dog's owner is like the headmistress of the prep, prep. school boarding school College, these people. Nah, high do. school, university, state tech. We talked about this. They all go to high school, <laughs> university, state tech. God, Chris. Poss- possibly middle school as well. <laughs> Their mascot is the mammal. <laughs> oh, Which yes. is better than the mascot of a high school I drove by their day because they were the gobblers. Pardon? Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> That seems what the fuck does their halftime show look like? Uh, you I know, mean, their, their mascot's a turkey, but all I don't can think you say I don't want to know from Full House, <laughs> and how she's apparently some kind of sex goddess in Fuller House. Yeah. So yeah, Chris is a gobbler. Go ahead, Chris. Read your book. Oh, sorry, I was I was rewriting my Fuller House fanfic a little. <laughs> well, yeah, because her husband was like Erotic obsessed fanfic. with her, and you're like, but it's. Kimmy Gibbler, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, come on, Gobbler, get back to your book. Oh, good, good. Well, yeah, that's the thing. The, the Broadway Gobblers, that was the name. That was their name. <laughs> that's somehow even better. I know, right? <laughs> but which Broadway? Don't matter. Uh, Broadway, Virginia. Ah. Let's go, Gobblers. Okay. <laughs> anyway... Be so <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Uh, <laughs> aggressive goblin, go! B E A G G R E S S I V E. Well, come on. So, uh, bird to death. <laughs> so, and headmistress have a conversation, and what? Which? What happens, Chris? Headmistress. Uh, so the headmistress. Uh, Alludes to the fact that she's part of the uh, the top ten or some shit, which is some sort of it's like the Illuminati, like the skulls. Yeah, except yeah. for everybody knows about it, and it's not a secret, and it changes constantly, and they have much no like, power. Much like the Illuminati and the skulls, Chris. Come on, they are responsible for chemtrails, though. Yes. Which does anyone else think that just chemtrails are the fact that someone misheard the word contrails at some point? I don't think chemtrails are real because with the it? Earth is flat. I mean, obviously they're seeding the clouds to control the weather, guys. Come on. Like, I thought they were making. I thought they were seeding the clouds to cause earthquakes. Well, people. The sky lizards, right? Like. No, the lizards live underground. Lizard people well, live underground. We've all said too much. Now we're going to get our eyes burned out. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> you listen to this. Sorry. If, 
Yeah, I mean, I always am. I mean, generally, that's our our uh, our our mission statement. Is <laughs> if you listen to this, we're sorry. Sorry. Oh my God! Can we just? Can we just please? I suppose so. Can we just power through some of this <laughs> real quick? I'm not staying at you because I want to. Come on and get book reading, book reader. So the top ten comics. Yeah, and they they run the school or whatever. Yeah, like the well, Illuminati or the Skulls. They're ten yet ten Yahoos from what Crawford Prep School or where the fuck this place is Crawford Academy, and uh, high school State University Tech. Yes. Yeah. So they're the home of the mammal. They're the captains of uh, Crawford School for Gifted Youngsters. <laughs> and uh, the the headmistress is just kind of like uh, blah blah blah. Don't be a dumb shit. Yeah, if you guys actually like spent the time you spent drinking at the pub studying, you guys could be in Harvard already. And then uh, Bernadette. Bird to death. Cool. Gets accosted in the parking lot You're by an cool. uh, unnamed assailant. Who's she? N- oh, yeah. Yeah. Un- who's like, because she keeps her fucking keys in her glove compartment. Don't. Yeah, that's where I keep what? my gloves. I, keep- <laughs> I mean, it's not the key compartment. It's the glove compartment. Oh, I'm sorry. And do you not carry your keys with you so you can lock and unlock your car and also like start the car when you want to, instead of having to like reach into the glove compartment? I keep mine in the glove box and I busted out a window so I could get to my keys. Seems reasonable. You're reasonable. Thank you. Shut up. So, so what this movie taught me is if you keep your keys in your glove compartment, you're going to get strangled. Eventually, after you escape death no less than, like, three times. That's what I'm waiting for. I've escaped it twice, so I feel like I'm close. So so are you going to stop keeping your keys in the glove compartment? Not if I want to get strangled. Uh, I mean, that checks out, I, I mean, guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess uh, yeah, I'm not going to question what, what you do in the privacy of your own car. I don't judge your car hobbies. So, uh, anyway... Bird of death. Thank you. Get, gets uh, myrtleized by a straight razor. Not a bird. And, but but by somebody she knows. She gets murdiddly erdlered by somebody she knows, Chris. Those diddly o's. Yeah. Chris Diddlyus. And then uh, a little later, everybody's at the pub, and we meet up with our cast of practically interchangeable uh, people. And not just practically, but apparently, like, socially interchangeable, because I have a feeling they just, like, sleep with each other randomly, or else I just can't tell the difference between any of them, and they all just appear to, they're all sleep with the same person, I can't tell, I don't know. You have 30-year-old teenager, 30-year-old teenager, 30-year-old teenage girl, other 30-year-old teenage girl, 30-year-old teenager, 30-year-old teenager, and 30-year-old teenager girl. Well, you had the one with the glasses. Oh, bird to death. Poindexter. You can tell that... Kafka? Yeah. Okay. The guy who looked like he just read way too much Kafka. Yeah, he had a pocket rat. Poindexter. He wasn't so nerdy as, like, I'm trying to be super sensitive and philosophical. Yeah. He's James Franco. 
Yeah, except for without all that questionable stuff. I don't know. That dude was kind of questionable. What, you know, a guy can't have a pocket rat? This <laughs> yeah. is a pocket mouse. But yeah. Anyway, so we have Kafka, and we also have Mary Ingalls. Yep. Mary Ingalls <laughs> Wilder. Well, no, she didn't marry anybody named Wilder. Not yet. Not that you know of. Laura Ingalls married someone with the last name of Wilder. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel so fucking stupid. I'm going to go through. Well, that's the thing that pushed you over the edge finally, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amazing. I'll kill you with my bare hands. Go ahead, Chris. So, uh, the gist of it is that they're a bunch of hooligans that get in a fight with the Fez Brigade. <laughs> they were just trying to sing 100 bottles of beer on the wall for the 87th time. Yeah, like you do at a bar. And then that 30-year-old teenager wants to go nine bottles of beer on the wall, not a hundred bottles of beer in the wall, but that's for fuck's sake. But that's, like, what, that's what but, made but, me like filled with rage. Wasn't it that they were starting it over again? Is that they were like, that's a hundred bottles of beer. Like, no, it's 99 bottles of beer on the wall is the name of the fucking song. You start with 99. It's not rocket science. Fucking, like... Fez Brigade. All right, well, just to find out, let's sing the whole song right now for the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Let's drag this out as long as goddamn possible. <laughs> you see you the get paid by the minute, right, Chris? Yeah. Let's I find- promise you, you'll get paid just as much as you have every other time. Okay. <laughs> so nothing. In that case, podcast over. You're good paid night, everybody. exposure. I won't double my current pay. Oh, no problem. People die from exposure, Chris. <laughs> I, I will say right now that I will quintuple everyone's pay from here on out. People die when Chris exposes himself. Is that the same thing? No, people kill themselves when Chris exposes himself. It's slightly different. Oh, okay. I understand. No. Because, it's... like, they, they take any sharp object they can shove in their eyes, and they just end up killing themselves. It's like seeing the true face of God with my cattywampus tallywhacker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So your cattywampus tallywhacker was the end of Star Trek V? Don't yeah. forget that thing about straight pubes I think we got into a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no one let Nichelle Nichols do a fan dance near Chris. Well, it's too late for that now, I guess. <laughs> You're a fan dance. Cool. Way to bring that to a grinding halt. Hush now. Come on. <laughs> Get back to your book. So anyway, they uh they give the Fez Brigade the old rat beer trick. Ha <laughs> ha! I've done that plenty of times. You know when you take your pocket rat and you put it in the beer that you gave the guy in a Fez? Well, to try to you be take cool somebody else's pocket rat, to be fair. And you and, order a Steiner for the guy, so they bring a big old like metal mug over to him and present it like it's something super fancy when it's just a big metal tankard. That they spilled some of the beer out of. Well, yeah. Yeah. So everybody leaves the pub to play fucking drunken reckless driving game. Which <laughs> I over thought a drawbridge. Was fun. You gotta jump the drawbridge. That's a fun game. I was having flashbacks to Annie. Tim Curry would have made this movie better. Tim Curry would have made anything better, in fairness. So, uh. Everybody uh, calls out a number, and then that's the order you try to jump the drawbridge in. Which one did you call, 420 or 69? Ah, nice. Nice. It wasn't 77. nice. 77. Yeah, I don't understand that. Well, you get eight more than 69. 
I go for 68. That's when you go first and then I owe you one. Mm. That's a good joke. It was. No, it wasn't. Not anymore. It was bad. Why start I mean, being so, funny now? So it's 77, gain 8 more than 69, so Fair I'm enough. not one to judge. So, uh, one guy bets another guy 20 bucks that he could total his car. Nope, he bet that he had balls, because remember I said that he could settle that bet real quick and just whip out his testicles? Uh, and yeah. And take his $20? Uh, yeah, yeah. His caddy won't put whacker? Yep. Take your mic. Here's $20. Please put that away. <laughs> if I give you 40 will you put it away? If I give you 60 will you leave it out? Wait, are we, you 80, are we talking to me right now? Now I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> how would you feel about that, asking for a friend? I'm just not asking for a friend. Not me, I mean... He said no. Good, that's a good bit. That'll play well on audio. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so they play the game. Regain your literacy. Uh, the one guy he wrecked his car. Cost several thousand dollars in damage. You cost several thousand dollars. But he gets the 20 bucks, so, yeah. I mean, win-win. <laughs> he didn't have to yeah. show his uh, cattywampus tallywhacker. Be sure to stop by the store. You can get your very own Caddy Wampus Tallywhacker <laughs> t-shirt. Oh, I or thought you could just get a... Com. I didn't think you were going to go with t-shirt. I just figured you were going to stop at... You can get your Caddy Wampus Tallywhacker at store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. No, I, I figured that seems like a fun shirt. Who wouldn't want to wear that to a public event? But who wouldn't no, no, want to go... I think you get one that just has an arrow that points, like, it kind of, like, curves around, does, like, this weird, like... Curl around pointing, and on the back it just says Caddy Wampus Tallywhacker. I'm just saying that, you know, sure, a t-shirt for the public event, great. Mm -hmm. I'm saying if you walk in with what can only be described as a rubber Caddy Wampus Tallywhacker, you're going to have way more fun at that event than you, you would with a t-shirt. you fucking air quotes? Yeah. For, <laughs> for you fuck's know, sake. Like comedy. Yeah, it's uh, funnier when Troy does it. Quit rubbing your head. Been doing this shit for five years, and you're doing fucking air quotes. Been Jesus doing this Christ. shit for five years, and this is the first time you've yelled at me for doing air quotes. <laughs> oh fuck! Come on, no, rub your eyes, rub your nose. Podcast. Smash the palm of your head into your forehead, because that's going to stop me. Read your book. <laughs> that's why Chris doesn't have a hairy forehead. I'll burn your elbows. Come on. So anyway. After the game is played, the uh, fucking Laura Ingalls or whatever. Mary Ingalls? Mary Ingalls. Wilder. Uh, apologies. Not Wilder. Less wild. So Mary tamer, Ingalls, not Wilder. <laughs> Mary, Ingalls, Mary Ingalls, tamer. She uh, is real upset, you know, because she almost got killed. <laughs> What's her problem? I know, right? <laughs> so uptight. Did you try asking her what her problem was? I did, but it's... Uh, Weird, this movie made in 1981 didn't say anything back. <laughs> uh, it would be weird if you just turned to the, the, the screen and said, well, Chris. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. That's a fair point. Chris Reynolds. Ah! Please put away your caddy walkers tallywhacker. Uh, so she uh, runs through the field to the local graveyard adjacent to her house. Yep. You know, dead body storage. 
That's why they got the house so cheap. Because I mean, the sign the said dead body storage on it. Corpses. And uh, she talks to her dead mom. And then goes home and talks to her dad. Her alive dad. You her alive dad. Yes. yes. Austin but, Powers. But she met up with... Groovy, baby. Some guy... Who was at the gate of the cemetery. Oh, a man. Who proceeded to then break into her house as she spoke to her father. Yeah. And it, hide in her room. While she changed her clothing. Yeah, listening. Even though, like, she checked her clo- She was in her closet. He wasn't there. She was, she, like, was in, like, her little, like, linen closet area. He wasn't there. She goes into behind the, the shower curtain. He wasn't there. Where was he hiding? Under her bed? Presumably. In between the carpets and the hardwood floor. I was trying to figure out why she was listening to the music that plays at a dentist's office. <laughs> because they couldn't afford anything better, Chris. That's what all the kids are listening to these days, Chris, is music. <laughs> Apple music. It's the it's the biggest thing. Uh, oh, I can't wait to get off work and relax to my Fruit dentist's music. office mix. That Apple music curates for me. Amazon Echo, play Muzak. Oh, what I was hoping for was a weird instrumental version of Muskrat Love. I'm so glad that came on. I was hoping it'd be something called a Muscat. Muscat? Yep. That's that's almost a great. Yeah. Isn't that what Timon and or Pumbaa were? Was yeah. one of them a Muscat? <laughs> and one of them was a Warthog, right? Yeah, he was a sweet white wine. So, old uh, sex pervert guy runs off, and that happened. Never to be seen again. Until he's well, seen again. Until he's seen again. take off a pair of embroidered underwear. Only the best. Your underwears aren't embroidered? Not with flowers. Chris just has a big picture of a mm-hmm. cattywampus tallywhacker on his. Yeah, so I, I don't forget... <laughs> He puts it on the front, so he just lines them up when he puts it on. Illusion! Well, yeah, there we go. Stop putting tags in the back now for some reason, so you have to like have some way to, to tell which way is forward. Yes, I don't man. pay that much attention, really. I just put them on and go with it. Mm-hmm. No matter where out, the tally down, it doesn't matter to Brett. Oh, when you have a cattywampus tallywhacker, there's a lot of tucking and... Fighting? Yeah. <laughs> fighting. Lots of fighting. Fighting. Yeah. Huh? Cool. So anyway, so Jerk Squad shows up the next day at school, and they're in chemistry class where headmistress, what's-her-head, is, uh, yeah. I guess, mad at him because they, got, they pulled the old rat, rat in the beer trick. Yep, and she was going to declare the pub off limits if they did something like that again. No more rat drink. And there's a hilarious comedy involving static electricity. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I learned that with the best special effect ever in this movie, dude, you can lightning bolt people right in the fucking face with one of those things. Yeah. Yep. You can also make frog legs twitch. Which apparently triggers a flashback for Mary Ingalls, not Wilder. Wilder. Yeah. Tamer. Because she 
she had some sort of issue that required science to fix. Yeah, using using the same electrical field that a salamander's body or nervous system puts all around the site where it regrows its tail. Yeah. And and so I guess she's, she grew a tail? Well, that's when they had her in that thing that looked like a half-ripped-apart MRI machine, right? Obviously, yeah. it was a salamander electrical field generator. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. An SCFG, come on. Jesus Christ. You mean it's not a uh, BNCS? I'm, no, I'm not even going to go down that road with you because I don't want to know what the answer is. You know what the answer is. The brush nickel colander, stupid. Now read your book. <laughs> I was so, like, big uh, nasty something's where I was going with that. But. Nope. Brush nickel colander, stupid. You know. <laughs> no, I do. You just forgot. I did forget. So uh, she's recounting all of this to uh, Dr. Daddy. Yeah, because we call him Dr. Daddy because there was something inappropriate in that relationship. He We're was not a sure what. Really good doctor. There was no overtext, but there was a lot of subtext. She, and she was way too familiar with that. She called him like his first name the whole time, and it was it was weird. Yeah. No. So, Doctor Daddy. And uh, we cut to the local dirt bike track. They're dirt biking. Where uh, everybody's Moto cheering crossing. on uh, sex pervert guy to win the big, uh, I guess, it, scholastic trophy prize. Fucking dirt bike intramural, race? Inter, intramural dirt bike race. <laughs> like, you know, a thing that happens in the world. And uh, he wins thanks to the underpants he stole. Yeah, he pulls those out. He's like, I was wearing my lucky charm. And you're just like, mm, I, I, I. there's all kinds of not right going on here. And uh, later that evening, sex pervert is fixing his motorcycle in a way wearing that doesn't scarf. make sense. Fixing his motorcycle wearing a scarf. Yeah. And whatever he's doing requires the motorcycle's throttle to be open to some degree because the wheel is just spinning. And and you're like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen here. I've seen literally any movie before. He had to get the tire to go faster, dummy. Don't you know nothing about nothing about nothing? Don't count what I say. What's the matter with you? See how many nothings were in there. Oh, nothing. You're back to next nothing. And so... uh in a real twist, he gets the old scarf shoved into the spinning tire face ripoff trick. It was pretty boss. There was some blood and face meat. Yep. And then the the killer stops the engine, I guess, to be nice. Yeah. yeah that's the polite thing to do for yeah, the I environment. Mean, he's like, well, somebody is going to have to clean this up later, so we'll, we'll just make it a minimal amount, at least. Yeah. Just enough to kill him, no, nothing more. Or no less. Just like Chris. And uh, everybody else is now at the local uh, drinkatarium. Which is weird. You'd think after the whole fucking rat fiasco, they would have kicked their fucking dumb asses out if they showed back up. Nah, but, that was just well, a funny I'm, joke. I have a feeling those kids spend a lot of money there, so they probably are like, yeah, just let them come in. It's fine. So they go to uh, 
hangout, and old uh, Kafka hasn't shown up. So Mary Ingalls, not Wilder, and her friend, one of the other ones. One of the ones who looks almost exactly like her. They head off to uh, Larry Smingles. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes, I think that's her official name now, Chris. So, uh, the one that almost looks like Larry, Mary uh-huh. Ingalls, not Wilder, is Larry Smingles. Perfect. <laughs> so, they head off to Kafka's place where they break into his house and Wait, turns out. Who does? Yeah, cool. And, uh. <laughs> You're a dick. And it turns out that Kafka is an expert at taxidermy and mask making. And has a Star Trek the motion picture poster on the back wall. I believe it's Trek Wars. No, Tech Wars. Yeah. That's a different thing. It was written thing. by uh, William Shatner. But Trek no, Wars. it was Star Trek the motion picture. Like with Captain Chewbacca and all that, right? Yes. Quite. And um, it turns out that they find the head of Bird of Death. But it's it's not a real head, guys. It's just a cool fake head I made. It's just some head ass. Get it? Is <laughs> that funny joke I did when people break into my house and I have a photorealistic head that turns into a dummy's head. Well, at I first mean, doesn't it, everybody? It wasn't photorealistic. I mean, it was a I real installed, head. I installed a ring doorbell recently, and I tied that to the photorealistic head so that every time that someone rings the doorbell, the head says, there's someone at the door. You know, we should make it say hello like on Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! <laughs> the big old Troy face. Yep. Covered in whipped cream. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's not whipped cream, Chris. Yikes. It's whipped, brother. It ain't cream. Wait. So now, uh, Team Jerks, they all decide they're going to head off to some movie. And, uh, nondescript guy A gets into a fight with nondescript guy B. So, uh, he decides that he's going to storm off. They do kind of look like the same person. They did. uh, Like, like the guys all kind of like Horshack. And the girls all just look like Mary Ingalls, not Wilder. Well, one of them looks like that uh, Larry Smingles. Yes. That's what he just said, except for different way. Comedy. Different way, different way. This is a different way. So, um, one of them. Who's Thank all... you for that. Now we know exactly which one it was. <laughs> It was non-script guy number B. Ever so yeah. descript. Number B. So number B heads home <laughs> to go pump some iron to make himself feel better about things. Those boys are full of sand, not iron. Don't you know nothing about nothing? And, uh... Jesus somebody shows up that he knows. It's you. <laughs> it, it was him. That's who he said it was. Yeah. And they're the worst spotter ever. Yeah. Yeah, he adds some extra weight, and then they, uh, they pull away the, I don't know what the technical term is. Weight holder jobby? Yes. Yeah, the rack. Some kind of weight fixings. And then they, uh, they take another weight and throw it on his junk to make him drop <laughs> it and crush himself. Pretty boss. Yep. 
but all I had to do was just like turn the weights to the side and just dump them on the floor. Like there was no reason for him to just have to hold those weights upright that entire time. He's a he's tough dude. Yeah. So uh, you know, or he could have just pushed them back behind his head and let go. I mean, that was like that's where you're like, really? Come on! There were so many ways that guy could have not crushed himself with weight. I don't know. That's what Chris said, so I'm inclined not to believe that. Fair enough. It's tough, but fair. I mean, he did try nothing, <laughs> and he was all out of ideas. <laughs> I mean, nothing is usually the best course of action. I learned that from war games. It's the only winning move, after all. Yeah. So, uh, the next day, old uh, one of the people, they're playing some football European. Kickball. I told you it was damn soccer. And uh, afterwards, one of them and uh, Mary Ingalls, not Wilder, Decide to go have a little uh, hangout at the chapel, like you do. What's that Larry Smingles up to? I don't know, something. She was watching the kickball game with the rest of them. And the the guy's like, hey, I'm going to pull this sick prank where I cut a rope. Almost. And then it'll yeah. it'll not be cut all the way. And then it'll, it'll rip. Ha ha! Got him. It won't be able to ring the bell. It'll be amazing. Yeah, they'll be mildly inconvenienced. Keep their heads ringing. And uh, for some reason, Mary Ingalls, not Wilder, totally freaks out about all that. Troy knows. I can see from here that Troy knows. He's <laughs> <laughs> taking everything, everything inside of him. Yep. Not to say a ring-ding-dong. That's fair. Ring-ding-ding-dong. Yep. Ricky Ticky Tabby. Ed's ringing. I don't like to talk about Ricky Ticky Tabby's dong, though. That's weird. Tally Wathers! Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stop agreeing so to he stuff. pulls out this knife, and she gets freaked out because the dude's acting really weird and pulled out a knife. Yeah. At least he said, I have a knife before he exposed the knife. That's how you know you're dealing with somebody that's okay. That's what Chris does. He just says, I have a cattywampus tallywhacker and then pulls it out and everyone's okay with it apparently then yeah that's why i'm gonna get the shirt because then i can skip that step well it mostly falls out versus pulled out <laughs> yeah that's what i mean there's a lot of tension to keep that thing in place so it kind of springs you're a lot of tension <laughs> yeah i am thank you mm. for noticing i feel like not mm. enough people give me credit for that mm. so um she freaks out and runs to the hospital to talk to Dr. Daddy and then has a flashback about when they gave her brain surgery. And they cut into her totally real skull. Yeah, real. That and, was real. And her totally real brain just kind of started pushing its way out because she had pressure in there. And, and so I, to treat that, they just put it back on. I did like that, that the doctor was like, oh, fuck! And they just put her skull back in place. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you that's do That's what it. I would have done if I would have been in that situation. I'm like, oh shit, that ain't right. I'm just going to act like I didn't do it. <laughs> I, no, her brain was like that. It was all fucked up with the drill holes and shit. <laughs> like that when I, I got could, there. She must have been drilling holes in her own head. 
I can speak from secondhand experience that they just leave the skull off at that point and let the brain shrink back to its normal size. And they just put the skull piece back in and they store the skull piece either in a freezer or they just stick it in the person's gut to keep it safe. I would try to make like a keychain out of it. Yeah, but then you'd lose it. Sure, but you'd have that bitchin' keychain. <laughs> but yeah, so no, they they that's one thing they do. They just stick it in your gut to keep it to keep it safe. Yeah, dummy, didn't you know they keep your head gut cage down by your stomach gut spot? Oh. When you put it into words I can understand, it all makes sense. <laughs> just not in any order that makes any sense. Yeah, I understood all of those words. And thanks to my skill at fucking boggle, I managed to rearrange everything into something that was reasonable. Order sense. Perfect. Make not you. Be Brett talk good. <laughs> So uh, by now the school is a buzz because well, uh, there was some sort of uh, like a phone call or something they got talking about murders a phone or something. Call or something. What else could you describe as a phone call? I don't know. Maybe they're using the telegraph. I don't phone fucking know. Phone call. It was in the eighties. I don't think they were using the telegraph. I mean, that's kind of when they phased it out. Yeah, Chris. Don't you know anything about phasing nothing out? Because you know, once they broke up the uh, the public telephone system into you know the the privately owned ones, that's when they got rid of the telegraph. Yeah, because Thomas Edison killed Alexander Graham Bell, uh-huh. and that's why we With- have phones. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? You using using uh, Nikolai Tesla's coil. Damn right. Yeah. Thanks for that science update. That's how we got cell phones, and that's where babies come from. You're a baby come from. <laughs> You are where babies come from. I don't like the way either of those things sound. <laughs> I wasn't sure how to say it right. Is a baby come from better than a baby come to? I don't know if you were like a ba- I don't know if you were actually a baby coming from something or if you where they come from. We'll get back to that. Read your no, book. No, let's not ever readdress this. Yeah, I'll topic, punch you upside but... your head. Now come on, read your books. <laughs> So uh, the cops are there, and they're all interrogating everybody. And uh, they the cops find something outside, which leads one guy to just scream, "Hey, let's go take this fucking crime scene!" And everybody spills outside to go check out the sweet crime scene. <laughs> Quick, get in there and tamper with it. Hey, they found some kind of evidence. Let's go get it. Finger it up. <laughs> Yeah, and so they go outside. Touch whatever you can find. And they find a scarf that's been buried. They pull the scarf out and dig around where the scarf was, and they find a skull. A fucking skiznarf. Da-da-da. And uh, this day's been pretty rough on Mary Ingalls, not Wilder. So she goes to the local uh, cemetery to talk to her mom. No, 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 hold on. No, 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 no. I was promised glossing over. But this is Oh, kind of I don't know. I really it, hate to say it, Troy, but he's got you there. Because you know no I don't like to support Chris at anything. No one, ha- no one has seen a bell tower guy since the priest found blood on the floor and on the rope that was cut. Oh, we skipped all that. Yeah, that thing happened. We, we, glossed, we glossed over that, Chris. There all you right. Go. I yeah, got you already had uh, your glossings. 
And then the dude falls from the second floor of the library and then gets up and is like, I'm fine, except for these 15 stitches I got in my hand when I cut my hand cutting that rope because I don't know how to not have a knife near my hand. And and she's like, oh, I really thought you were dead. He's like, but I'm not. It's a great prank, everybody. We all know you have to press the blade firmly through your hand to cut a rope all the most all the way through. Yeah. All the most. All the most, indeed. <laughs> yes. Quite. So get back to your book now. So Mary Ingalls, not Wilder, Headed. is having a real heart to heart with her dead mother. Where uh old Kafka shows up. Well, and the skull, by the way, belonged to the school science department. It wasn't one of the murdered people's skulls. Oh, yeah, you skipped that, too. Yeah, cool. And, um... You're cool. So Kafka sneaks up, and in... Thank you. What is, uh... You knew I wasn't talking to Chris, shit. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I knew that, too. I've never seen anything less cool. (laughs) I mean, he's not cool, but he's not hot, either. Chris is about as cool as congestive heart failure. Go ahead, Chris. Tepid. Chris is tepid as fuck. Yeah. I'm like lukewarm tap water up in this bitch. Barely room temperature. So anyway. That's because he's dead inside. Yeah. And outside. No, oh, the outside still smells alive. <laughs> yeah. My necrosis uh, is under control, thank you. <laughs> I always just said it just, it, it, his outside just smells. But, you know. So Kafka is snuck up behind her doing the old six minute slide your hand into the pocket trick. It's the do your trick music. Come on. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't. And he gets a, he gets a guts full of tears for his trouble. Yep. And then a white rose Rolls out of his unfurling dead hand. That's where I keep all of my white roses. He got stabbed up in his gutty works. He did. With a bush you know cutter. Find, do you know what he found out, Chris? What's that? That every rose has its thorn. A rose had its thorn. Yeah. I also would have accepted a kiss from the rose joke. Kiss from rose, I mean, I guess if you wanted to, like, you could kind of substitute the bell tower for a watchtower, so I could see how that could work. I don't really have anything for that. Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> I told, there's one of the lyrics of that song that starts about a watchtower. I like that song called, uh, that one where he's talking to Joe about shooting his wife in the face. That's pretty good. Oh, that classic Seal song. <laughs> Genie's got a gun. Yep, there's the one. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Chris has got a gun. <laughs> so anyway. Doesn't know how to work it. The next day. <laughs> he's pulling the barrel. You throw them, right? Is that how they work? I mean, they're, they're heavy. He thinks you use it like a rock. You yeah. whip it. Whip it good. Concept of bullets escapes him. Whoa, whoa. Bullets? <laughs> No, it's, it's Chris has a gun. Chris, Chris has got a gun, not Chris has got bullets, too. Yeah, so I gotta throw it. You think I'm made of fucking money? You ain't made of bullets. 
Obviously, we have to throw guns. You think it'd be cheaper <laughs> just to buy bullets instead of throwing guns constantly? But I got a guy, so <laughs> your guy has really cheap guns and really expensive yeah. bullets. He gets a volume discount on guns, all right, but not on bullets. This you gun is fifty dollars, but this bullet you gotta is twelve thousand dollars. Twelve hundred dollars a piece. It's like is it the same guy who sells you your razors? So it's like you know, fifty cents for the razor, and then a hundred thousand dollars for each cartridge to, to to replace it. Yeah, that's for each component of each cartridge, mind you. It's a thousand dollars per razor, and there's nineteen razors, and there's like four pieces to the housing, and like seventeen little screws. Yeah, it runs on two twenty, which is weird. I don't know why you need that in a razor, but I don't why does this have a circuit? grit? You should go to Harry's Guns. I hear they have <clears throat> they have a, a like a whole like subscription package. The Dollar Gun Club's got a pretty pretty good offer. <laughs> I shaved my genitals with a belt sander. Go ahead, Chris. You like that's not shaving at that point, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call shaving. Fuck you. So anyway, the next day, International Band of Mystery takes off to go to. Yeah, baby. Fire. That's not my bag. Some kind of oil rig on fire that he has to put out. Maybe it is his bag. And uh, Mary Ingalls Wilder is distraught. Not on Wilder. Counter. I told you it wasn't Dan Wilder. Wilder, so you better get it together. Yeah, yeah. And she's bummed out because it's her birthday coming up and Dad's going to be gone. She's tripping. But she goes to seasonal dance at school anyway. Yep. But... But he's like, oh, you should invite some of your friends over. She's like, maybe I'll invite my psychiatrist over. I'm like, no, that's not, that's just not right. Yeah, somehow that's the worst answer you could have come up with. She was true. Yeah. I would have preferred you said I was going to have weird sex on the floor. Yeah. With a person my own age who's not a doctor that I go to on a regular basis. Exactly. To help me with my mental health. At least he wasn't wearing, like, glasses with one blue lens and one red lens. He did have too many buttons down on his shirt and a gold medallion. Yeah. Was he selling golden shovels? Nah, but that would have been a pretty good bit. <laughs> 20-some-odd years in the past. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... I can produce golden eggs, you want to see? No. <laughs> I kind of do, but I kind of don't. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody still says it even afterwards. I mean, you can just disconnect the call. I'm here still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess I would just cancel it. Probably like, oh no, I've had too yeah. much. Hang on. Yeah. And disconnect me. I got to get around this guy. Walk through all those what I call eggs. Yeah. It's gonna be certain golden. I have to get a new couch. It's really, I just have a poor diet. Go ahead, Chris. Just all Goldschlager. Uh, that's good. <laughs> that's we brought all it, I know is Goldschlager. Brought it back around to a poop joke. I'm, I'm real, real proud of you. <laughs> what the fuck I mean, do you think I was laying eggs? At some point, Chris, everybody knew it. Ah, that's good. It's You're good. a poop joke. Get on. Sorry, I'm trying, I'm trying to parse <laughs> that one. You're trying to class this shit up, Chris? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. Trying to get his shit together. This is a classy podcast where we say shit like Tallywhacker repeatedly. (laughs) No, it's fancy because we say Cattywampus Tallywhacker. (laughs) And Chris doesn't know nothing fancy, so here we are. 
What? Go ahead, read your book. You've been reading I, that I, thing I have for, a cattywampus like tallywhacker. I fucking live fancy. Fucking days. <laughs> got, fancy is literally coming off of me. <laughs> it smells fancy. <laughs> no, that's good. It's good that you just made it seem like you smelled my cattywampus tallywhacker. You fucking maniac. I got a couple of sniffs. Get over yourself. Come on, read your book. <laughs> Ugh. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, if this isn't the podcast um, you get just discovered. I don't know what to fucking do anymore. I don't know what you they, people want from me. They go to random disco dance. Yeah, and Mary Ingalls, not Wilder, uh, takes home not the guy that she was being sweet on, but some other guy. The guy who bets a lot. Yeah. Where's all the Smeagles and all this? Don't worry about that. Okay. The Smeagles? Larry Smeagles. Not Wilder. Oh, I gotcha. Larry, yeah. Gotcha. And uh, she takes him home so they can have erotic shish kebabs. <laughs> They're pretty erotic. Hold on. I got, another, I got another check I got to make here real quick. <laughs> the meat got hot. Uh, erotic shish kebab. Deer okay. bomb. Things I never thought I would say today. <laughs> oh, this is for my therapist. You'd <laughs> be like, so, hey, therapist guy, shut up. Cattywampus tallywhacker, erotic shish kebab. Where are we going? No, I think it was actually dog prostitute was the original one. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, thought, I figured it was a problem with uh, cattywampus tallywhacker, but that I'm seems for to commercial roll canine off your tongue quite worker. naturally. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to slut-shame my dog. Dog whore, go <laughs> ahead, Chris. <laughs> that would be inappropriate. <laughs> so, anyway, um, because you've seen a movie, we all know how this shish kebab thing's going to end up. Also, it's the cover of the VHS box. Yep, right in his medulla oblongata. Medulla oblongata! Well played. That's it. That's that stick song, right? You're wrong, Colonel Sanders. That's a it's a water boy joke. Mm, yes. The Madula. Ah, Avlon got it. Yeah, we. I don't know what you're talking about. Read your book. So um. Come on, I got to Madula Avlon got it. Mr. Roboto. So the next day, everybody is down at the part of the pool that's next to the pool where there's a window where you can smoke weed. Well, no, after... Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because after Shish Kebab, um, that's when her friend Larry Smingles... Not Wilder. not Wilder shows up and's like, "Hey, I want to find out all about your hot date with." Oh yeah, with uh, the random the guy who looks like every other guy in this movie. Random so number she three. Just throws the keys down to her out of the window and says, "Come on in, I gotta go take a shower." And then, as she's showering, she has a flashback to like drowning, almost drowning in the car with her mom. Yeah. Which is uh, pretty good because they showed the same footage of the car flipping over 
like three times, and then on the fourth one, it flips a different way, which is pretty fun. I mean, because, you know, nobody's memory is infallible, Chris. Come on. Chris is infallible. And, uh... Yeah, he's the Pope. He comes to... We call him the Holy See. That explains all the weird stuff. And the hat. All the diddling. Go ahead, Chris. Cool. So, the, uh... She comes to, after her little, uh... Flashback episode, and she finds her friend dead. Larry is, Smingles. Yeah, Larry Smingles is now dead in the bathtub, which is not full of blood, but then is. Right, but, but then and then she calls. She just screams for her, for Doctor Daddy, and he like appears. Yeah, I'm here. I'm a doctor. He's like, I also was call here. me Daddy. Good thing I've been living in your spare bedroom this whole time. Call me Peepaw. And uh, he goes and shows her how there's no dead people. He drags her by the hair up the stairs. But he does uh, say he'll stay all night with her, and he lies to the cops for her. Yeah. Yeah, this, this dude, just something not right about him. <clears throat> he was tripping. And then we're treated to another flashback where we get kind of uh, the story, I guess. The disappointing birthday party story. Yeah, they were at their cabin and Drunk Mom was uh, disappointed. No coat hangers. No no wire hangers. Yeah, no wire hangers. She uh, is real disappointed that all the people she invited didn't show up. So she slams down another four or five ounces of gin, hops in the car, and heads off to where all the cool kids are partying, and um, yells at some guy in the rain. And basically implies that maybe people paid her for sex in the past? Or silence or something? Yeah. It's all kind like, of, I'm rich now, so shit's changed. Yeah. And, and uh, also, uh, Austin Powers wasn't there for the birthday party because he, he was in Caracas. You know, normal travel destination, Caracas. I mean, you, if he puts out fires on an oil rig, what the fuck does he do in Caracas? Where's Caracas? Uh, Illinois, I think. Uh, Venezuela? Yeah, there's no oil rigs that I'm aware of, but I don't In know Venezuela, a lot about Caracas and its oil deposits, well, so... but, okay, Venezuela does have a lot of oil, so maybe it's related, I don't know, but still. But is Venezuela in Illinois? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but Illinois I'm pretty sure that Venezuela. Obama was going to sell Illinois to Venezuela if he was elected president. That's what I heard, uh, from, uh... From Larry Ayers. Okay, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, it's real. It's real news, by the way. Don't you calm down? I am totally freaking out right now. Don't I'm relax. I'm just don't do it. I'll, I'll try. I'll try to maintain my composure. I'll I apologize you. for my previous outburst. <laughs> don't make me just relax re- you. Just remember, Chris. Frankie, say relax. Hey. Yep, Frankie. Classic character from Happy Days, Brett. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure Frankie goes to Hollywood at some point. Hey. In the happy days. Or was that when, like, Joni loves Chachi or Mork and Mindy? It was all of them. Hey. Oh, this is this is going good. Stop staring at me. Read your book. <laughs> Fucking looky Lou, get back to your job. So anyway, Mary Ingalls, not Wilder, has herself one of them freakouts where you have to club your psychiatrist in the head with a fireplace poker. Was it a psychobilly freakout? Nope. It was the kind of freakout that results in more blood than could possibly occur from hitting a guy. Oh, there was so much blood in that guy's head. Yeah. I mean, he's a doctor that keeps all his blood in his head so he can think better. That's why they're so smart because their heads are full of blood. Mm Mm-hmm. That checks out. We ain't smart because our heads ain't full of blood. (laughs) Nope. There's practically no blood in my head. Nope. Bloodless. Where's all his blood, Brett? It is Caddy Walter's tally whacker, I would imagine. There yeah. You go. Needs a lot of extra oxygen. A lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot of sunshine, too, he says, but I think that's just to walk around with it out. Yeah. I mean, I gotta let it breathe, he tells the cops. I gotta air this thing out. You would, too. It's bad. <laughs> too cattywampus. So cattywampus. So, uh, real dad, international man of mystery, shows up, and, uh, he sees all the blood, and he screams about it, uh, being his baby, not his baby, and runs out into the rain, to the graveyard. Graveground. Cool. And then, uh, finds one of the other people in Team Jerk who's just standing there with a present in the rain because reasons. Well, but also there's uh so the 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 dead mom you know, no wire hangers grave is dug up and Doctor Daddy is in the hole. Yeah, as well. Know. Yeah, because this 102 pound girl managed to dig up a fucking grave, unearth a corpse, drag it around, throw another full grown person into the grave hole. All in, like, what appears to be four and a half minutes. Oh, that's where the salamander tail comes in handy. And, uh... Chris likes the salamander tail in his grave hole. Okay. I don't even... 100% (laughs) understand. I knew I was going to go with grave hole, but I wasn't sure what was going to go into the grave hole, and then Troy said salamander tail, so it all made sense. Oh, good. Thanks, guys. (laughs) And scene. You can see us next week on Facebook about Slaughterhouse Princess. Or you do Facebook television. So, International Man of Mystery heads to their cabin, which apparently is like 500 feet from their house. It's like a guest house, right? I mean, basically like K.O. Kalen stays there. Yeah. Would you say pissing distance? Uh, No, probably not in polite company. (laughs) I'll say it here, pissing distance. (laughs) How far away is it, you say? Pissing distance. Yeah, for me, it's exactly 68 (laughs) degrees off of my center line. (laughs) Probably because of being so cattywampus. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, uh, not even regular levels of cattywampus, but you have to use the word so cattywampus because that motherfucker is so cattywampus. It's cattywampus AF. So, uh, he shows up at the little cabin and all the, all the corpses are there. They're having a birthday party. Yeah. You've got the one guy and the other ones and the girl ones and also Wirehanger. Larry Smingle. And, uh, yes, Larry, yeah, Larry Smingles, isn't she face down on yes. the table? Yeah. And, uh, Laura Ingalls, not Wilder, goes on some monologue about birthdays and dead people and shit. People not like coming to her birthday party and her dad not being there and, yeah. you know, issues. Nobody came to her dead dad's birthday party. I get it. So uh, she she kills the international man of mystery, but then somebody wakes up, and it's Laura Ingalls, not Wilder. What? What a twist! And boy, I hope you like convoluted bullshit. <laughs> I mean, they listen to us, so probably people do. <laughs> so turns out that Larry Smeagol. Is that right? Smingles. Smingles. Turns out that she is the illegitimate bastard kid of International Man of Mystery, which makes her Mary Ingalls, not Wilder's sister. And it was such a disgrace to her family that she was treated poorly by her not-father. So the only reasonable way to get revenge was to murder a bunch of people and stage a fake birthday for somebody else. While wearing what, Chris? While wearing the mask that she had Kafka make for her. Because any time a murder was committed, what she was doing was chloroforming Mary Ingalls, not Wilder, while wearing the mask and then committing the murder so she would wake up and not know about the murder, but also not be aware that she was chloroformed? Smingles was. Yeah, she was doing the chloroforming. Right. And that was all part of her master plan to get revenge. Because that was going to... Show end, her. And she was going to end it all with a murder-suicide? To really drive it all home to... Someone. Yeah. So they get in a tussle... Mary Ingalls, not Wilder, ends up killing her, and then a guy in a trench coat can't believe what happened. Oh, some man showed up at the end. Don't forget that part. Possibly a policeman. Nope, just some man. Possibly the guy who ran the gate outside of the house from earlier. Possibly her dad. Possibly Bob Barker. And nobody really knows. It's been Bob Saget. It's been Saget from Street Fighter. Yeah, my favorite. Tiger uppercut? Tiger knee. <laughs> fucking nerds. And that's the end of this fucking train wreck. Happy birthday. To me. Shut up. You to me. No, you have no birthdays. Jeez, what is this? Every single time it comes up my entire life? Get that salamander tail at your grave hole. So hot, Lana. So, there we go. 
I called myself Brett last week. I'm sorry. What did I think of this movie? It's mixed, really. I like the movie, you know, the your they were your typical thirty year old teenager actors from an eighties horror movie sure, that's all great. Saying stuff that's not really relevant or relatable now. Uh the gore was good when it was there. I like the the kebab, the old motorcycle tire, that was all good stuff. All that was nice. The the twist was kinda aggravating, sure. But had they cut out 30 minutes of filler here and there, I feel like this would have been a pretty okay slasher. Even with the twist. But the, the, the two almost two-hour runtime really ruins anything this movie could have had going for it. It was too long and too much nonsense. But yeah, it had a good 80s score to it. That was nice. Dig this, uh... Man Is it Muzak? Manfredi-esque music. Any kind of old 80s horror movies. Music is usually good. No goblin, mind you. Not goblin, but still pretty good. Well, the gobblers, they were there. I don't know, Chris, were you? Were you and the rest of the gobblers there? No, he's talking about the Broadway gobblers. Yes. I can see what you got I'm talking about the goblin. Oh, yeah, I mean... You know what? Why not watch it? It's an interesting little slasher. By little, I mean 30 minutes too long, but... Yeah, three quarters lit. I would watch it at least once. Is it my turn, or...? Go ahead, disapproving-looking Chris. (laughs) Is there any other kind of Chris? Well, when he's asleep, but that's different, because I just kind of sit down at the foot of the bed. I can't be disapproving when I don't know what's going on, I guess. Uh, uh, This movie... Fun fact, Chris hates getting busted sleeping. I do. He really does. When I used to come watch The Simpsons every Sunday, he would fall asleep, and then he would get super mad because I was still in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I would stay... When he fell asleep? No, I would stay on purpose until he fell asleep just to piss him off and then leave as soon as he woke up. It was a fun game. Yep, for 50% of the people involved. <laughs> Go ahead there, CWTW. Okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> uh, this movie was real long, and it was real dull. And then the twist happened, and I was like, well, any goodwill you might have had, you piss away, you dumb bastards. It feels like they put so much effort into trying to make everybody a red herring that it just drags it out. There's no reason for the weird salamander electrical field brain regeneration subplot. It Everybody is interchangeable and has no real characteristics aside from that one has glasses. That one rode a motorcycle and is a sex pervert. Look at that one. That one gambles on, a lot. That one gets around on its feet and breathes oxygen. That one's a joker. That one read too much Kafka. And it's it's just kind of dull and long. And it's like Chris's tallywhacker. <laughs> if it was sharp, that would be really weird. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of sharp. I don't like the authority 
in which you continue to speak about my tallywhacker. I have so many pictures. <laughs> well, if you uh, if you go on our Patreon and pledge to the gold level, you can get access to the Dropbox. Go to Chris's Caddyhopus yeah. Tallywhacker dot com. If you play, if you pledge platinum, we won't give it to you. <laughs> so keep that in mind. We'll never you, give it to you. If you pledge less or you're nothing, safe. You will have it everywhere you go. But it was it was just kind of dull. It was at best mediocre, and at worst, it was just kind of up its own ass a lot of the time. Just like Chris. I give this one a strong no. You can find something way better to do for almost two hours. What do you think, Mr. Troy? Troy, my boy. Um, so this came out the year after Friday the 13th. And the kills in Friday the 13th were way better than the kills in this. Um, the twist ending of Friday the 13th was better than this. Uh, the characters in Friday the 13th were better than this, which is really weird to say because usually Friday the 13th is known for not having like the most, uh, the most exciting characters. Um, I there was I, there was not much redeeming about this movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I did not like it. Would not watch. I say no. Hmm. So what are you watching next week, Chris? Next week we're gonna watch The Wicker Man, the original Wicker Man, as suggested by me because I like that movie. So spoilers. I'm gonna say yes at the end of this next podcast. You should watch it. So hot, Lana. What? What if other people, you know, the thing you do now? I wanted the new one. Or just whatever it is just, that comes just, out. I because just, there I just want to get out of this. really Let's anything that you can do to stop whatever just, it is that I do anyway. Say some words, Brett, please. Because I got like a foot and 50 pounds on you. But you're crazy. So There's that. It's... He's scrappy and wiry. Yep, he's a throat biter. You know, uh, the skinny guys will fight till they're hamburger. You can get the big roll out at uh, slaughterhouseprincess.com. You'll find our presence on Facebook and Twitter and Reddit and Google Play and YouTube and Stitcher and iTunes. You can email and us your requests. Spotify soon. And Spotify yes. soon. Oh, good. A new thing to remember. Uh, you can email us your request at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. Give us money at patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com or store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Well, we do not yet have Caddy Wampus Tallywhacker shirts, but maybe at some point we will. I still just say we should make something called a Caddy Wampus Tallywhacker and sell it. Not a shirt, but whatever we would put on the shirt with a 3D printer. You could also <laughs> chat us up on the old Discord at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. And I don't know what else to say, so I'll stop with this last couple of words. Come back next time. Well, other podcasts think about movies. Go what? We're we will drink about movies. We we were. Bye. Caddy Wampus is like 
C A T T Y W A M P U S. Tallywhacker would be T A L L Y hyphen whacker. 